many of you gave towards my jumping out of an aeroplane. Yeah. And uh, that helped me to get there. <laughs> so, you know, you, had part, you were part of it. Don't feel you weren't part of it. You were part of what went on. Well, it was incredible. To begin with, I was very low uh, because I got there to find I'd been totally rejected by people who'd been working with me for about four or five years. I was basically thrown away from their church. <laughs> and eventually, when I really was seeking the Lord, I found that actually there was a new direction to go in. So what happened? Well, we saw 602 people come to Christ wow. over the two months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need to get my oracle here, just to remind me. Yeah, yeah 602. 38 of them were Muslims. Wow. One complete Muslim family wow. invited us into their home. We prayed over them. Uh, and the husband was out at the time. And the husband came in behind my back and I thought... Lord, don't let him have a, a panga in his hand. He might chop my head off. <laughs> but he fell on his knees before me and said, Me too. Wow. Praise the Lord. Amen. There was, uh, what else? Big figures. We had. There was 820 people were healed. Wow. Confirmed healings. Mm. Amazing healings. Oh, Some of them, were, were, one or two were miraculous. Well, they're all miraculous, happy, but one or two were really, really miraculous. Like a lady that had a, a huge cyst on her, on her neck, a massive thing like a balloon. In half an hour, it melted to just loose skin like a, like a burst balloon. Wow. Um, just because people cared. It wasn't even so much about the prayer. It was about saying, we love you. Jesus loves you. He loves you. Um, wow. A man, a man who was uh, paralyzed from the waist down, got up and walked wow. for the first time for many years. Wow. Nobody prayed over him, he was just in the meeting. You see? Nobody prayed in particular, went up, oh, pray for this man. He was just in the meeting, we were worshipping, we were getting on with it. And Lord just said, whoa, I've done it. That's done. We saw this over and over and over again. You know, um, hallelujah, Lord help me. <laughs> um, there, was, there was another one, a guy, he was quite a young man, but he, he, he'd been deaf and dumb all his life. And he came and grabbed a microphone and started singing. <laughs> wow. It was a little bit out of tune, but it didn't matter. Um, <laughs> he never, how did he know what to sing if he couldn't hear? It was amazing. He vowed he was going to go and take the gospel to the rest of his tribe. <laughs> um, what else did we have? I keep forgetting what we had. It was just every day. It was you know, the people have learned that part of kingdom living is just to expect God to do things. This is where we need to change. Here we need to get away from all our high tech rubbish and begin to think. Actually, you know. We have an amazing God who just wants to do it for you. I was at a very, very low web. I mean, I've got to preach just to touch this. All right, I'll be quick. I was at a very low web. A very, very low web. I'd run out of money. 
everything seemed to be against me. Some of the church leaders were coming and saying, you're not a church, you're a cult, you're this, because what we're building are churches in the home. Because the people are very poor, we have no money for buildings. <sighs> That's expanded from eight, when you saw me last time, eight or nine people here, nine groups, I think, uh, uh, to now we have 140 groups. We have 1,400 people. Wow. Have come to Christ and they're new Christians and they're meeting in the home and they're inviting people in. They're going and helping one another. They're building things for one another. That when someone's unable to go and dig in their in their field, they go and dig for them. They leave their own field and they go and dig. The police are saying to me, "What's going on? What are you doing up on that mountain?" I said, "Well, what do you think?" They said, "Well." We used to have to go up there every week to sort out fights and trouble and alcoholism and stuff. So we haven't been for six months. Wow. What's happening? God's good. I mean, it's, it's just... I, don't, I, don't, I really am getting a bit overcome here, but... Yeah, one day they, they called us in a medical centre. Myself and Alan, the guy who works with me, and Alan sends his particular love to this church because some of you are helping to... Uh, actually sponsored him. Um, he's my right-hand man. Alan was a, a beggar on the streets most of his life. He was a Muslim. He had nothing. came to Christ. Now he's worn out one pair of new walking boots I gave him in April. They're worn out because he walks 50 kilometers a day to go and teach people in the mountains. He's on his second pair of boots. <laughs> And we got called into a medical centre because they said, we're overrun, we're overrun, everybody's coming in. The rain had come really bad, the weather was bad, it was cold. And, you know, those of you who've had malaria know that when you get cold and you get down and your system drops down a bit, the malaria comes back. We went in there and we prayed. There was hundreds of people in the place. It was packed. We just sat in the middle and we just prayed. Every single person with malaria left in the morning with no malaria. Babies were being brought to us and their temperature would fall off them as we touched them. You know, it was just... We need to get used to this. You know, this is God's way. This is what, just, for me, Christianity is all about. Mm. I, I'm pleased, I'm hearing you're having some people to... I'm, I presume they're talking about, you know, naturally, supernatural. And that's how Absolutely. we need to be. Come on. It's no different... We have the same God, we have the same work, we have everything. Yeah. But we need to rely on him to stop relying on the rubbish that we've got all around us. We need to. When I was at my lowest ebb, I was lying in a little room and I had a, a little kind of um, tent of a mosquito net over me and I was just lying there. How do we get through this? I had no money left. I had no food. I was living in luxury, but I had nothing. <laughs> and and uh, I began to understand Psalm 91 for the first time. Mm. When you seek and you find the secret place of the Most High God, mm. when you begin to realize He's the Most High God, He's got everything sorted. For you, you've just got to come into it. Can I read a little bit? Is that all right? Can I do? Yeah. Just because it, I just feel this is so wow. 
He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall, will, abide under the shadow of the mighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, in my God. I will trust him. And it goes on and on. Read the rest of it for yourself. And if you go into some of the other Psalms, just a little bit before, um, in Psalm 32, you shall hide them in the secret place of your presence. You know, I cuddled up. I didn't have a nice warm dewy to cuddle up in, but I had a hairy blanket. But, <laughs> itchy, you know. <laughs> but when you cuddle up and you say, Lord, let me cuddle up with you. That's all I had. I didn't have anything. This was 7,000 miles away. And the people were so good, you know. They gave me food. They put food in my vehicle and things. I got a bit tired of, ca- of cabbage. And seven cabbages and nothing else one day. <laughs> so there's so many ways you can cook cabbage. <laughs> but they're so beautiful, beautiful people. Mm. I want to get into that. So you can go through, please, go into Psalm 91 and then read all the references. Look what he's got for That's a promise for us. Yeah. It was real for me out there in western Uganda it's real for us here it's no different it's the same word the same God same everything it's possible mm, lucky to pray you know um, there was one other person who was just amazing a, a man who'd been blind for about 40 years and he just started to see mm-hmm. Oh there's another man who stood before us and we prayed. He was the only one I actually saw happen and I didn't have my camera. And, and, and the, he had cataracts about three inches thick on his eyes. I mean, they were huge. And just melted and ran down his face in tears. He had to put on dark glasses because everything was too bright. Not because of me. Because of your love. Because of God's love. Because you sent love. You got me there. You're part of it. I can't thank you enough for how much you've done along with my church down at home. We now have two new churches. God went ahead of us. And he's given us two pieces of land. Each around one acre. With little walking dog church buildings on them. And he's given us them free. All I have to do is sign the papers. You see? And it's amazing what it's doing. We expect, we totally expect by this time next year to have 1,000 home churches and to have 10,000 souls saved. Mm. That's our aim for the coming year. And it's very achievable. You can do the same thing here. All you've got 